Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the August 2013 CTSS Quiz. I have 10 excellent cases for your review, and without delay, let's get started. This is a nice example of a CTA of the knee, and when you look at the patient's knee, we're at the popliteal artery, and you can see the popliteal artery is obviously dilated on the right side. Very nice example on the CTA from a sagittal perspective. And this is just a classic diagnosis of a popliteal artery aneurysm. The other choices just do not make it. This is one of the good examples of where CT is very helpful in this specific application. This is a patient had a plain film, had, had fallen, an older patient, and the plain film was negative or assumed, presumed to be negative, but the patient had severe pain. Well, you get the CT scan. The first thing you see in the axial images is the hip joint effusion. Then you look carefully, particularly on the 3D coronal view, and you can see a fracture through the neck of the femur. It's an impacted fracture, and it's an acute femur fracture. It's a very nice example. Sometimes plain films just miss these very early fractures or very subtle fractures. Again, one of the reasons for CT is if there's a discordance between the x-ray findings and the patient's symptoms, it's easy enough to get a quick CT scan and make the right diagnosis. This is an interesting case. I asked for the least likely diagnosis, and what you see is a large left adrenal mass, and I guess if I picked a lesion, I would have picked first off adrenal carcinoma, then I would have said, well, could this patient have melanoma? Could this be metastasis, metastatic melanoma, or some other met? I think of melanoma particularly because of its size. Adrenal hematoma I don't like in the sense that the lesion enhances slightly. Perhaps there was an underlying tumor with bled, but, and I've shown you some cases of adrenal hematomas that can be very large, but in this case, and mainly because I know what this diagnosis is, this was a most unusual case, this ended up being adrenal lymphoma. If you picked adrenal lymphoma, I would give you partial credit or maybe a full credit, but this was an adrenal lymphoma, a very unusual case. So I put this in there for the differential of a large adrenal mass. Remember, primary adrenal lymphoma can occur, but it's usually bilateral. The adrenals are large, but they maintain the adrenal shape, not this almost perfect oval configuration, but just a very nice case. In this case, I asked you, what's the finding on the aortic valve? And when you look at it, you can see very nicely on the gated acquisition, there's like a almost a hockey puck configuration of a lesion coming off the valve leaflets. Could this be a thrombus? It really doesn't have the look of a thrombus. Carcinoid tumors typically involve the, uh, the tricuspid valve. Could this be a pseudothrombus? I guess you, you always consider that, but it doesn't look like it. This looks like a polypoid lesion. And the classic lesion off the aortic valve is a fibroelastoma. And these are typically incidental findings and will often be removed surgically. Again, a very nice example. Now, in this case, I asked you what's the best diagnosis, and what you really see very nicely is carcinomatosis, implants on the omentum, implants on the liver. Now, you could argue what this is. Could it be ovarian cancer? In fact, it was. Could it be gastric cancer? Can it be a number of other possibilities? Benign ascites, the nodularity is too great. You sometimes can get what looks like carcinomatosis and TB peritonitis, but that was not one of the choices, and this is not hemoperitoneum. So best answer is carcinomatosis. 
This is a nice case, and we've shown a few, or we've spoken a few times about this recently. When you look quickly, you're not very impressed by the axial images, but then you look really carefully, and there's vascular lesions in the rectum. When you look at the 3D map, you can see very large vessels. Now, this is not rectal cancer. The rectal cancer can be somewhat vascular. It's not lymphoma. There's no bulk. And it's not really polyps in the rectum. Those typically don't enhance. This is a beautiful example of rectal varices. Now, you might think about hemorrhoids, but this is beyond hemorrhoids. This is really rectal varices. You can see some of the feeding vessels going into it. This can be due to a number of things, but one of the most common reasons is patients with portal hypertension and cirrhosis. Just a very nice example. And these patients typically present with GI bleeding. This case is somewhat tricky. You have to look at the possibilities. What you really look at is the area around the uh, SMA, and you say, well, it looks like nodes, looks like pancreatic cancer, so maybe it could be lymphoma or metastasis. MAI infection is more commonly in the mesentery. The key, however, is when you look at the image on your right and you see the low-density zones within the psoas muscles, and those are classic for neurofibromas. And so what you're dealing with in this case is neurofibromatosis. There's a number of neurofibromas on the first image in the paraspinal muscle on the right, and neurofibromatosis can present with what appears to be lymphoma or pancreatic cancer because you have neurofibromas surrounding the mesenteric vessels. And I've seen a few cases of that most recently, so I thought I would share that case with you. This case is somewhat tricky. When you look quickly, you see a pneumoperitoneum, and then you look, you see a G-tube, and then you recognize the patient has a long track of blood. So could this patient be on anticoagulant therapy? Could this patient have had trauma? Could the patient have recent surgery? There's blood also around the spleen, or is it really blood? You see, that's the trick here. This patient had a gastrostomy tube and they put contrast down the gastrostomy tube. Some is in the stomach, but the gastrostomy tube for the most part has come out of the stomach. And so what happened is all that high density material is not blood, but it's positive contrast from the gastrostomy tube being injected into the peritoneal cavity. Again, you look at it, it sure looks like hemoperitoneum to me, but then you think about what happened and that indeed was the case. So it's a very important case also shows the value of CT and looking at complications from G2 placement. These can easily be misplaced or pulled back or pulled out of the correct position. Very nice example. Now, in this case, what you see is a large mass in the right atrium potentially going toward the right ventricle. You can see it on the axial and coronal views. This is not flow related. You can get flow changes or mixing changes, but this is really a mass. And a myxoma is a possibility. There'll be a pretty large myxoma. Could it be a thrombus? Well, it really looks too big for thrombus, to be honest. And when you look beneath the diaphragm, you see the IVC is dilated. So really, the best choice here would be tumor extension from a tumor and extending up the IVC. In this case, it was a renal cell carcinoma, but you should be thinking renal cell, hepatoma, adrenal carcinoma are all possibilities. Rare things, IVC sarcoma, for example. Um, could this be just flow artifact? I told you no. I told you it's not looking like a myxoma. So again, the tumor extension is really the very best diagnosis, and that's indeed what it was. Now, when you look at this case, at first glance, you say, aha, pancreatic mass necrotic. But there's no dilated common duct or pancreatic duct. So then you've got to say to yourself, well, if this is not the case, what else could it be? 
Well, could it be a duodenal tumor with ulceration? You can see the few tiny air bubbles. So you should be thinking about that. Could it be a duodenal mass with perforated, like a duodenal ulcer? Yes, but there's so much mass effect here. It's not a cystic lesion, so it's not a serous cyst adenoma. Even it's not a variant of serous cyst adenoma. This case is a good example of a duodenal tumor. And one of the most common duodenal tumors that gets very large is duodenal gist tumor, gastrointestinal stromal tumor. These can ulcerate, as in this case it has. These, they can obstruct the ducts, but not yet in this case. They can perforate, give liver mets, and the like, and truly simulate a pancreatic tumor. So number D is the correct answer. So that's 10 terrific cases. Hopefully each of them made a point and you could at least learn something from each of those 10 new points. And with that, I'll see you next month.